This is Village Vice. I'm Zach Blackerby. He is Brad Law. And boy, is Cal running back saying some weird things <laughs> about the Auburn-Cal matchup this Saturday night. Jaden Ott, which we've talked about before, Brad. Good player. Yeah. Very explosive. I think he's going to give Auburn some trouble on Saturday. But he was asked, uh, will Cal take that Auburn? He said, yeah, we are. Then he said, there's a lot of focus on the name Auburn. Yeah. But what I've seen on a film is not really in comparison to what their name is. I just want to get that into my guys' heads that a name doesn't mean anything. At the end of the day, they're still human. And we just have we have just as much of a chance as they do to go in there and get the win. What he's saying may be true. Yeah. But why... Is he saying that? You got to think that, you know, the Cal coaching staff is like, bro, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. What he's saying is that Auburn's reputation nationally, if you go to California and, and you ask people what they think about Auburn, it's a superhuman reputation. Sure. Sometimes being within the borders, when you look at what Georgia's doing, or if you look at Alabama or you look at some of the other schools, you go, well, how do we stack up? How do we measure up? Nationally, Auburn's reputation is superhuman. It's Auburn is a college football superpower nationally. Um, what Jade Knott is trying to say is what we've said when we've watched teams that are underdogs play against more talented teams throughout the year. And we go, look, don't give them seven points just because of the name on their jersey. Completely get what they're saying. Because Auburn could say it in reverse and go, look, Cal has struggled. Cal hasn't been a marquee team. Yeah. But don't be deceived by the name on the jerk. Totally understand the message. Really not delivered the best way. Yeah. He went on to say it would be very encouraging when we do get this win. Yeah. But I feel like our focus is going to be not letting it get to our head and getting too big headed after we do get the dub. So Ooh. Ott is shooting his shot, feels very confident about this matchup, which is a good place for your running back to be, sure. Yeah. But I just, um, if Auburn needed any more motivation, they, they certainly got it. But I, he said it on Wednesday. So they certainly yeah. got it earlier this week. Yeah, I've, I've got to think that maybe they'll put that on, on a, you know, they'll, they'll loop that video in pregame meetings. Um, you got to think Saturday while they're, Maybe in the midst of a yoga session on Saturday, they'll throw the uh, they'll throw that video on and just disrupt the the Zen and get everybody like that. I've got a feeling that a guy like Eugene Asante or or Larry Nixon, or I mean, you name it, would have a thing or two to say, and they might bring a little extra muscle behind the hits on uh, on Jade Knott Saturday. They need to. They yeah. need to. I mean, this front seven on defense, they need to play a little ticked off. Yeah, because they did not look ticked off at all. Against UMass, and once again, it's UMass. We've said that yeah. a million times this week, and, and I'm, I'm looking forward to actually having a real opponent to talk about one way or the other. We're going to learn so much more about this team yeah. on Saturday, Brad, but the front seven needs to play a little bit more angry and aggressive, especially at the linebacker spot, especially with Austin Keys not being with us for the next few weeks. And to me, this could be the best thing to happen for this Auburn linebacking core. I want Eugene Asante to, hey, take this personally mm -hmm. a little bit. Let w w Use whatever you need to do to play 
ticked off, controlled, mm-hmm. be controlled, don't over pursue or anything like that. But I do think this defensive front seven for Auburn, they need to be a little bit more ticked off when they play. Yeah, I agree. And that's all the way down the line, too. That's a Lawrence Johnson. That's a Justin Rogers. That's that's sure. everybody that, that's going to see the field play with a little bit of an edge. You would think you would have that anyway. Um, it, but, boy, now you're sure of it, I, right. I would think. Now you're sure of it. So let me ask you this in, in regards to Jaden Otten. We can talk about this on the other end, too, if we need to. Um, I, I think Auburn's running back depth is better. Um uh, Ilfonse scored three touchdowns for them last week against North Texas. So they have a complimentary back. But uh, in your opinion, Zach, if Jaden Ott rushes for fill-in-the-blank yards or less, Auburn wins the game. Well, they have so many other pieces that can run well. Yeah. So I'm not sure. You, you, mentioned, you mentioned the backup running back there. Obviously, their quarterback, assuming he plays, is going to be able to move the ball well with his feet, too. I think he's going to have to, or they're going to really struggle. Maybe maybe we do it the other way. Maybe you say if he gets fill-in-the-blank yards or more, Auburn does not win the game. You got to think if it gets into triple digits, you get concerned a little bit because either busted one or he's had several big chunks of yardage over the course of the game. Because I think that's the key, right, is Cal on the field. If Cal can keep these long drives going – I think that's what that's got to be what their game plan is. Yeah, is consistently pick up six yard chunks all the way down the field, convert on third down, and keep Auburn's defense on the field. That and, that and, has to be yeah. their game plan. Shorten the game with these running clocks. Yep, and score as much as you possibly can in the shortest amount of time possible. That that's got to be Cal's game plan. So yeah, I'll say I'll say a hundred from Ott because if he's going to do that. You know, you got to think the other running back's going to get 50 or 60, and then their quarterback's going to certainly be involved in around that sphere as well. So, yeah, yeah I'll say triple digits. What, what's your number there? I think I think you can withstand triple digits. I think once you get around 120, 130, um, I think he could sneak over 100. Um, okay. But, but yeah, I think 120, 130 because of what you mentioned, because of the other complementary pieces, and it means their offense is on the field. A lot. I, th- I think it's more about the entire offensive rushing attack for mm-hmm. Cal. And to me, that number is 200, I mm-hmm. think. If you can keep their entire rushing, because I don't respect their passing game, Brad. Yeah. I think they may have a few moments. They may have a few plays, as most offenses will at some point against Auburn this season. But I think if you can hold their rushing attack to under 200 yards, I think Auburn wins this. I think they cover that six-and-a-half-point spread, courtesy of our friends at mybookie.ag that we'll talk about in just a moment. Yeah, But I, I think Auburn controls the game if Cal gets under 200 yards rushing because I just don't see the passing yards coming um, in bulk Saturday night. All right. I, I think that's fair. And if you want to tell everybody about mybookie, we'll got to get into the other side of that, which is one of the things that we're watching is Auburn's rushing attack Saturday. Yeah, as a better you demand perfection, and mybookie delivers the NFL season is here tonight, Brad. College mm-hmm. football, obviously back. And they've got a brand new cash out system that gives you options to bet and win all season long. The first two legs of your parlay hit, you can cash out early and use those funds for another bet. Join the MyBookie family for an entire season filled with odds boosts, free bets, and super contests. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register for an account for free. And when you're ready to make that first deposit, use our promo code next round to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code next round to claim your deposit bonus. And for a limited time, 
a free chip to use in the My Bookie Casino. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with My Bookie. Home of free chips. We love it. Um, Doritos, my favorite. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go with the Golden Flake. You know. I, okay. I gotta, yeah, you're contractually obligated. I, I, I must. And they're good. <laughs> All right, dill pickle number one. All right, okay. so. Um, what we're watching, obviously, I think with this Auburn team, you're going to start with the running game just about any week. And so same kind of question, Damari Alston, regardless yeah. of, now, so, uh, obviously this is dependent upon whether Jarquez Hunter plays or not. Correct. Let's assume for the exercise that he's not playing. Let's assume that Damari is your, your number one. Um, if he rushes four, fill in the blank yards, Auburn wins the game. A hundred, because I think Jeremiah is going to get close to that as well. Mm. And then Brian Batch, he's going to have, I think it's going to be a balanced rushing attack. But you think if, Auburn as a team goes over two? I do. Yeah. I think they have to. Yeah, I, I think, think that's they have good to. news. Yeah. Um, unless they stack the box, like, and just say, hey, Peyton, beat us with your arm, which is honestly probably what I would do a lot of the plays if I was Cal. Mm-hmm. And if, if it's just the, you know, you take what the defense gives you and they just let Peyton light them up, then I think that's a different story. But if Damari doesn't get at least 70 to 80 yards rushing, I do think it'll be a concern. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I'm sort of with you on your last point. I don't think he needs 100 because I do think, I think Cal will bring an extra man up in the run game. And Hugh Freeze has talked before about how he doesn't want to just keep running it head first into uh, an outnumbered yeah. defense. So I think you can see one-on-one -on -one matchups in the passing game. And I think you could see Auburn take advantage of those early. And I think you could see – this gets into predictions, I guess, a little bit, but we'll, we'll hold That's them okay. on scores or numbers. But, yeah, I, I just think you see a sellout to stop the run big plays in the passing game, and then a balanced rushing attack. And so I think somewhere sure. in that 80-yard range may be enough. I think it will be enough for Auburn, especially if they're hitting the passing plays early. Now, yeah. if they're hitting the passing plays early and you can build a lead, you're going to run more later, uh, which, which could rack up the yards. But in terms of what you need from a number one tailback to win the game, I don't know that Auburn needs a triple-digit rusher to win this game. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I mean, if you've got multiple guys that rush for 60, like yeah. that's, that's a pretty decent day on the, on the ground. So I do think, Brad, the biggest mismatch in Auburn's favor positionally mm -hmm. is Auburn's offensive line versus Cal's defensive line. I think that's the biggest mismatch positionally in the game in favor of either side. Yeah. I, I think the second biggest is Auburn's defensive backs versus Cal's wide receivers. And I think the third one might be Auburn's defensive line versus Cal's offensive line. I mean, Auburn's better on both sides of the trenches mm -hmm. and their quarterback is better. Like this, I don't think this should be a, a conversation that we're having, Yeah, but that's where we are. Auburn's a six and a half point favorite for a reason. I don't think that's enough. The more I learn about this Cal team, Brad. Yeah. But you, you you win and lose games in the trenches. Auburn has the mismatch there, and then you win with good quarterback play. I believe Peyton Thorne is better than any quarterback Cal runs out there. Yeah. 
on Saturday. And then obviously the use of Robbie Ashford is going to be a factor in this as well. I think I'd rather have Robbie than the guys that they trot out there as well. And that's another factor in a lead running back getting 100 yards versus 80 yards or whatever. Maybe Robbie, you know, Robbie's going to pick up some. And I can't wait to see the new wrinkles, not even wrinkles, just the the new options in this offense that we didn't see last week. Uh, Put some sprinkles on top of the vanilla ice cream. Like, let's, I, I cannot wait to see what's different about the offense against the Cal defense versus the UMass defense. Yeah, but, I mean, how deep do you think Hugh Freeze is going to need to go into his bag? And, and I don't know. I don't. I think they're going to go into it not thinking they have to. Yeah. Because, once again, like what we saw with UMass, if Auburn lines up and plays football, yeah. they will beat Cal. Once again, this game is not about Cal. This game is about Auburn. And if Auburn goes out and executes and does what they're supposed to do, yeah. you don't have to use – anything crazy you don't have to do anything you don't have to use a whole lot of sprinkles or or, or yeah. syrup to you know to to make that vanilla taste better the vanilla will taste just fine because i think uh, i think that's going to be enough for auburn to win but i could be wrong there's a chance yeah. i'm selling cal short to some extent but i think from a roster standpoint auburn's a lot better than cal yeah and that's really the key and it's the key every week. And you've mentioned it. You've been talking about it for years now on Locked on Auburn. When you The roster's better and the coaching's better. And nine times out of ten, if a roster's better and the coach is better, the coaching staff is better, that team's winning the game. I mean, yeah. that's, that's why recruiting's so important. It's why all these things are critical. Roster, coaching, that's, that's kind of it. And if Auburn's offensive line versus Cal's defensive line is the biggest mismatch as the game plays out Saturday night, yeah, Auburn wins the game by double digits. It's It's got to really, play out that way. And if it does, if it plays out to where that offensive line looks completely dominant again, and this time it's against Cal, not an SEC defense, but still better right. than the UMass defense, sure. again, it gives you a lot of hope and confidence going forward that you can do it against Texas A&M, Georgia, LSU, and the rest of the teams on the schedule. No question. No question about it. So I, I think Auburn's in a good spot Saturday. Yeah. Um, we'll get into our predictions in a second, but it seems like we're both picking. We're both yeah. picking the 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 visiting team. The more I think about it, yeah, the more I'm the more confidence I have. Not just in a in a straight up win, but on that note, on that note, football's here. All right. If you need some plays, yes. we're gonna we're gonna give you our Village Vice six pack here in in just about one minute. But uh, professionals at lanceslock.com can help you out. Right now is the time. Don't wait any longer. The college season is underway. NFL starts tonight. Now's the time to get the best price on those monthly and annual packages. Sign up today for the best deal. Lanceslock.com. All right. Our Village Vice six-pack. Much better slate of games week two. It's a a sneaky good weekend for college football. And so for Auburn fans who get to sit around until 930 Central Time, you can really – you got a nice little docket of games for the day. That's right. All right, Nebraska at Colorado. Colorado is now ranked. Colorado's a three-point favorite. Matt Rule's team nearly got the job done last week against Minnesota, lost on the last second field goal. Who do you like here? Buffs favored by three at home, Zach. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm all in on Colorado right yeah. now. What I saw, I, I, w- I was not all summer, but what I saw them do to TCU 
Yeah. I'm in. Give me the buffs. I think TCU is nowhere near as good as they were last year. Don't sure. think they should have been ranked 17th to start the season. But Deion Sanders can coach. He can motivate. He knows football. This is not a – I don't think what he's doing is a fluke at Colorado. So I like him too. Now, the next game that I want to bring up is one of you. Why are you bringing this game up? And then I'll give you my pick and you'll understand why. Utah is an eight-point favorite at Baylor. Baylor lost last week to who? Exactly. T.J. Finley. That's right. Texas State. Baylor at home against Utah. Utah's an eight-point favorite. They just crushed the Gators at home and had a couple of extra days to prep, and now they're on the road. And I think Baylor wins the game. I think Utah comes down off the high. I think no Baylor way. wins it straight up. Not no only way. does Baylor cover, I no think way. the Baylor Bears win this game straight up at home in Waco. Utah continues to be one of the most underrated football programs in all of college football. This team has done nothing over the past two seasons but win their conference, win the Pac-12, and they continue mm -hmm. to be overlooked by the likes of Oregon, USC, and other Pac-12 teams, Colorado, uh, for one more season. Yeah. And I'm just not, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I think what we saw against Florida was really, really impressive. Yeah. And they did it with a backup quarterback, two backup quarterbacks. I think they're, I think they're going to be able to use both of those guys just fine. And uh, Baylor got blitzed by TJ Finley. Uh, and I just think Utah is going to be even better than that. So I'm going, I'm going with the Utes. I'm okay. going with the Utes. All right. It's good that we don't agree on all of these. Yeah. Like we, we disagreed last week, I think, on LSU Florida State. And that, you know. You were um, right. Yeah. I get it. Rub okay. it in. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Ole Miss That's fine. is at Tulane, one of two ranked versus ranked games involving SEC teams this yeah. week. Um, Ole Miss, seven and a half point favorite in New Orleans. Lane Kiffin loves New Orleans. Um, I bet. I do too. I, I, I assume. I don't, look, I don't know Lane. I don't know him personally. Um, what do you think here? This is like a trendy upset pick. Man, I, I will be pulling so hard <laughs> for the team from New Orleans. Yeah. But but I I think Ole Miss wins. Yeah. They're what? Roster's better? I don't know that coaching is better necessarily. But the roster is so much right. better. Yes. All right. So we agree on that one. Ole Miss gets the win. Tulane's quarterback uh, is better, though. Yes. I'll, yeah, I'll give you that. Texas A&M is at Miami. Aggies are a four-point favorite. Who's for real? And who? which fan base has to take a step back and go, man, here we go again? I really like Connor Wegman. I'm very bullish on Connor Wegman. I'm very bullish on Texas A&M this year. This is the first year I've ever bought into the Aggies hype. Mm -hmm. And so we'll see. I'm going to stick to my offseason prediction. I think... I said they finished third in the SEC West. They may be second after what we saw LSU do last week. So I'm, um, I, th I think Texas A&M wins, and I think uh, I think the whole offensive experiment amongst the coaching staff at Texas A&M, I think it continues to work. Yeah, is this the game Miami's doing the Bogo tickets? The buy Not one sure. free. Okay. Not sure, but that's ridiculous if you have to do that if you're a power I, five uh, program. Well, you saw UCF trolled them. Pretty hard on there. Oh, I missed this. Oh, did you miss this? Yeah. yeah so Miami's offering buy one, get one tickets. I don't know if it's for this game or, or for a future game on the schedule. And and UCF put out a tweet last night uh, talking about how there were fewer than 100 tickets left for 
a, a game on their schedule. And on the video board in the background of the graphic, it says no BOGO offers available. That's crazy. It's just, yeah, it's, that's good Okay, stuff. so yeah, if you buy a ticket for this game, you get a free ticket for Georgia Tech. Gotcha. Interesting. That's, that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Uh, Texas a definitely wins. Absolutely. Just based on that. See, I'm temp I'm I'm so tempted to take Miami because I'm not a believer in Texas A&M, but I don't think that the environment is all that hostile. Like I don't think I don't think Miami gets anything for the environment. So yeah, I'll go, I'll go A&M on on that as well. All okay. right, Te Texas is at Alabama. That's a top twelve matchup. Alabama's a seven point favorite at home. Couple of defensive guys, questionable. Don't know how healthy they are or available for the game. Uh, Quinn Ewers absolutely torched the Alabama defense last year in the game before he got hurt. Yeah. What do you think? I never pick against Alabama, <laughs> and, but this one's tough. This one's really, really tough because I think a lot of the logic makes sense to go Texas a, uh, Texas's direction, but yeah. I'm taking Alabama. I'm taking Nick Saban. I think they figured out Milrow's going to do just enough with his legs. I think they're going to be able to score. Mm -hmm. And I just think, you know, we talked about it with, with Ott's comments earlier. Like, don't give Auburn seven points just because of the brand. Mm -hmm. I think you see Texas give Alabama seven points because they're Alabama and because it's Nick Saban. And you're in Bryant-Denny. So I'm going I'm going with the Crimson Tide. Yeah, I can see that. It's it's hard not to because the, roster's, the roster should be better at Alabama. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Coaching staff top to bottom, I think one of the X factors is Kevin Steele. Their, Alabama's defense is playing a little nastier or did against Middle Tennessee for, for whatever sure. it's worth. It's Middle Tennessee. Right. But I like a Kevin Steele defense. Um, and I, I like him to be able to figure out. He's got some experience head-to-head -head against Sark as a play caller. It didn't go well. Mm. Um, but he's got the experience and can learn from it. So I'll probably take Alabama as well with a late touchdown to cover. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get down to it now. Auburn and Cal. Auburn's a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. I think we both kind of lean in the same direction on this one. There's not going to be a lot of divergence here. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm all in on Auburn. I'm all in on them covering. I'm also taking the over. It's a 54-and-a-half as we record this. Ooh. Yeah, that seems low. Um, both teams, I think, have quick strike ability. Uh, offensively, I don't think you're going to see a ton of 12-play, 75-yard, six-minute drives in the game and i think auburn uses its speed i think we see tempo in this game more than we saw it against umass i don't think you're seeing it a ton in the fourth quarter uh, but i do think auburn wins the game and and they should win it comfortably all right so another village by six pack in the books everybody enjoy their exciting college football weekend as well as your opening weekend for the nfl brad you travel safe to yep. cal berkeley we'll talk soon and that just about does it for this week of coverage, my friend. That's right. We're back live Sunday, 7 o'clock Central Time with the live reaction show. Make sure you join us then. Until then, everyone has vices. Everyone has vices. Make sure Village Vice is one of yours.